not bad for how full our cups are. I know, both of our cups are really full this time. <laughs> so, welcome to our tea is steeping. I'm Jen. I'm Caitlin. And we're talking about My Dear Cold-Blooded King. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> um, what are you drinking this week? Hot cinnamon sunset, because Aww. this episode gets spicy. Yes. Once Caitlin told me that, I was like, I know exactly which one of the three teas that I brought here I'm going to choose. So I'm drinking a spiced apple chai tea by Twinings. So, also because spicy. Spicy fantasies. We've got the spicy going on here. Yes. So we will be discussing... We didn't do this last time. How many episodes? Oh, I did it. Whoops. Oh, well. We're going to be discussing episodes 30, no. 30. No. No, we didn't. Oh, I was like, why is this? like, this feels old. After the computer locked, when I opened it back up, it didn't, it unzoomed because eyeballs. It had unzoomed and it it went back to the top of the document. We've been like... (laughs) I feel like we've we already started reading it. <laughs> the wrong one. We're going to talk about episodes 41 through 45. 45. Yeah. Not 36 to 40. That was no. last week's. If you missed yes. it, go back and listen. There you go. Nah. Episode 41. May is in her room braiding her hair when Rue stops by to tell her that they won't have training that evening and flirts. Because when don't they flirt? I know, it's rude. <laughs> Especially this series of five Ooh, episodes. I know. Yeah. I, have a, I have a comment about that. <laughs> How the ship is I remember starting. seeing yeah. that, ma'am. Um, lots of badumps. Anyways, <laughs> May tells him that she's not preparing for training with him, but with Katsu, who <laughs> wants to give her extra lessons in combat and tact. <laughs> Need some aloe. <laughs> Rue questions why Katsu would do that for a temporary bribe, but May tells him that he wants to do her... her Wants to, uh, blah, blah, blah. wants her to do her best and not cause more problems. There we go. Yeah. May <laughs> reflects on how she's been careless in the past, but Rue tells her that he likes those traits in her. And his comments show that he sees her clearly as well. Um, Rue warns her not to let her guard down around Katsu, though, because royals are no different than anyone else, and he's still just a man. Uh-huh. I feel like we just need Wiggles eyebrows at the end of every, every line. Bullet point. <laughs> <laughs> Chuckles suggestively. <laughs> All the different ways. And the whole just a man thing. There's this guy on TikTok that has been doing the Odyssey in a musical form, and I've told oh. you about them before. Oh, you have. Okay. Um, this is yes. shows like embarrassingly how bad my memory is. But it's also because you don't have Spotify Premium. Also true. So it would shuffle through it. It wouldn't play straight through for you. And wait, is it a playlist or is it a podcast? It's it's a album. Oh yeah, I wouldn't. Get so it like, I mean, sometime when you're here and my yeah. daughter's not awake to hear yeah. because it's got a couple <laughs> of words in there. Yeah. Um, but to like play through where you can hear it mm-hmm. because you need you need the order. If it's out of what order, it'd be a little I funky. Do not enjoy the story of the Odyssey. <laughs> don't really care for it either okay good okay. but We're it's okay, good then. and so like yeah, there's one song where then. he's like i'm just a man and i'm not gonna sing it here because <laughs> <laughs> it's just, no it's like it's just talking about he's just a man he's not yeah. like this godlike character that can do oh, okay. all these things it's yeah. not that type of thing but it's still okay. that's all i can hear in my head is that yeah. phrase of and the way he sings it i'm just a man and so now i'm like Ta-da. now i'm gonna have to go listen to it because now go. it's stuck in my head <laughs> it's like anytime i think about hamilton Oh, yeah. Anyways, Anyways. um, she encounters... Oh, wait, no. I missed that one. Yeah. Okay. Meg gets flustered (laughs) and leaves and reflects why her heart is pounding, ba-dumping, whenever Rue is (laughs) around. You gave me such crap for saying that one. I was like, how else could I say that? I just think it's so funny. Her heart is pounding. And so I wrote it this time. I very intentionally remembered that moment. I just think it's so funny because that's how, like, I know, yeah. Like, the strong heartbeats are always, like, done in, like, pretty much any of the comments. Yeah. It might be spelled slightly different, but it's always badump. And that just like, made me laugh when you were, like, badumping. And I was like, I really right that this time. <laughs> it's all, yeah, it all means the same thing. She encounters the ambassador in the hallway where he confirms oh, that there is a record room with this information. Fantastic. <laughs> Sorry, okay, I'll stop. About the officers, <laughs> but cannot be alone with her and their love can never be as he runs off um 
also his nickname for her, my dove. Let oh, me just yeah. like gag myself with a spoon. <laughs> I cannot. There are certain nicknames that I'm like, yeah. These are There's only some. for men with neck beards. <laughs> yeah, the, the stereotype, not. Yeah. Not anyone who has a neck beard. It just well, it's like it our just... comments about goatees and crankers. Yeah. It's, it's, there are some people with goatees that are just fine. Yeah, we just prefer not. A lot of them are just Disney villains. That's yeah, fine. <laughs> um, okay, here we go. Meg gets to as we like restart the summary. <laughs> it just is how it goes. Meg gets to the training room a couple hours early and is surprised to find Katsu already there as well. Katsu tells her that they'll have to postpone their training, and May tells him she understands and bows. Katsu looks very uncomfortable and tells May that she does not need to bow to him. They both leave the training room, and May decides to look up Daisuke's record while she waits. It's like a couple hours early. It doesn't take me that long to stretch. But really? <laughs> Maybe it's just because we're out of shape. <laughs> we don't do this regularly. Maybe she's also going to do like some warm-up laps or something that makes more sense a lot of warm-up laps yeah i was about to say that would take up like five minutes (laughs) anyways Um, my yeah okay our first comments are just like like he's feeling replaced (laughs) not training with me i thought i was your one and only why would he want to train with you you're a temporary wife because i want to train with you (laughs) well i mean if you think about it he's really meaning that she fully is a temporary wife for him because he's fully intending for her to be like a permanent wife for him Mm -hmm. whether right now he's got ulterior motives for it or not he's fully intending for her to be his permanent wife (laughs) Uh (laughs) heart bubbles floating yes that's how i picture it (laughs) <laughs> uh, so this feels like a really honest answer from May on mm-hmm. um, why she's doing it. And I just, I love it, you know, like why she's uh, going to go train with Katsu. Mm-hmm. I feel like I should have elaborated in my sentence because I was writing my comments as I was reading it. Um, mm-hmm. And I love how honest she can be with Rue or I don't know. We'll get to that later. She's but never really that honest with Katsu. She's not. She feels like she kind of has to put up this professional front. And Rusaki addressed that here, too. Yeah. He's just a man. Yeah. You can just talk to him like you would to me. Yeah. Because he's kind of royalty, too. Mm-hmm. Like, being the deep boy. Um, and May is really able to see herself clearly in this moment mm-hmm. without pride and I think that's such a good trait I was listening to an audiobook of a book I've read a couple times and um the male lead was asking the female lead's uncle like what are some good and bad traits about her like what do you like best about her and mm-hmm. what do you think is like a flaw and the uncle was saying um you know, the good trait is that she sees herself very clearly, you know, the good things and the bad things and can clearly assess the situation. Um, and I that just felt so applicable when I was reading this. I was like, that's such a good way of describing it. Mm. Mm, that was really long. Anyways. Makes sense, though. <laughs> yeah. Because um, I, I noted that she was feeling kind of down on herself, but that mm-hmm. she does have legitimate concerns that can be addressed with this additional training by Katsu. Yeah. It's something she can benefit from and mm-hmm. she can adapt it to herself as she needs to. Yeah. I don't, I think it's good that Rue expressed his concerns about her changing the way she acts mm-hmm. because he doesn't want her to not be herself. Yeah. But also I think it's just going to take him yeah. a little bit of <laughs> give to realize that she can benefit. From talking with Katsu and training with him. That really ties into my next thing of it's such a good moment on seeing, you know, this early on how Rue loves Mei for who she actually is inside. Um, and Katsu loves the idea of her and wants to mold her into something slightly different. Although in this case, you know, learning to be snap, more... Snap, yes, snap. yes. Uh, learning to be more tactful isn't a bad thing. No. But it's just this overarching, like, we know this is going to potentially mm-hmm. be... A, well, it is. We, we, we know the story. Mm-hmm. We know this is going to be an issue later. And I never realized how clearly you could see it this early yeah. on. It's, it's built in so early. And mm-hmm. it's nice when you go back and read it and you're like, ah... All the signs were pointing Life to this so early was prepping on. us. I know. And we didn't even know it. Yeah. So that's like when I see people complaining about this series, I'm like, you ain't read it. So go back and reread it. Wait, people people complain about it? Yes. Why do people complain about it? It's amazing. People, like, 
I've gone and I've seen, it's been more on comments with Blood Revere where people are fussing oh. about, if she does the same thing with this white-haired male, white-haired male lead that she did with Katsu, blah, blah, blah. And um, I'm like, first of all, I've never read get Blood Get your Revere, panties out of a twist. But that's <laughs> dumb. She can make characters look like whatever she wants to. Well, she's, <laughs> she's meaning in terms of um, like the, the female lead. Yeah. Leaving behind the white-haired initial love interest for but someone still, for the dark-haired she male. She can do whatever she wants to do, and she's a good author and artist. And if right. you don't want to read it, then go somewhere else because you stink anyways. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because I was reading their comments, and I was like, "People need to go." Away. I don't even know how to respond to this level of idiocy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good way to put it. I just kind of like. Okay, well, maybe you should actually read stories that have actual plot development. Because if you're just looking for a straight romance right off the bat, this is who you're going to end up with forever, you're just looking for smut. You're not looking for a real story. Yeah, and, like, go elsewhere because she writes amazing stories. And, Mm -hmm. like, you know, we can clearly see that with My Dear Cold-Blooded King where, like, this plot line was so developed even from the beginning on like now we know where it's going to end up mm-hmm. and we can see this from the beginning and it's so nice to be able That's to go amazing. back and reread and see the little things that were done that you wouldn't have caught the first time yeah because you're not realizing either to look for it or it's mm-hmm. not coming up as a flag to you because yes. you think she's so into katsu and right now at this point she is yeah and we but, were at this time too right but you can see the foundation that's being part of the point root. of the story yeah. and it's i i'm like that makes me so frustrated. My thumbs on cannot behalf. type fast enough to rip into all oh, of these I people know. in the this, comments. Oh, oh, people disgust me. <laughs> but people think that they can say whatever they want Because also, Blair Fury's getting so good, and I'm like... Yeah. Ah. amazing. I haven't even read it, but I know it's, it's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you really should. It's getting... I think it's I get, approaching the season one finale. So you totally That would be a good time to binge and catch up. Should binge it. Yeah. And like, because... how bad it is. The only ones they keep up with are these. I haven't even gotten caught up with Laura Winters for the last couple weeks. <gasps> I know. And that was one of the only ones, like, outside of what we talk about on here that I actually kept up with. And nowadays I'm not even like that. Shame on me. See, the only reason I'm able to keep up with mine, the amount that I keep up with, is because yeah. I read them when they come out. Yeah, and I, I like to binge read, and then I think that just becomes a problem for me. <laughs> See, there's some that I like to binge read, and then there's others that I'm like, I really like to read it weekly, because mm-hmm. it feels like back when you couldn't binge TV shows, and you watched I know. one a week, it is kind of and you had to way. take your bathroom breaks during the commercial oh, man, breaks, the, that, I don't think and then ever you're running faster back, in my life, you vaulting like, over the couch, couch. <laughs> <laughs> to be like... What did I miss? Or <laughs> I just simply remember my parents like having to turn up the volume because it's like I'm not back in the living room yet. And they're like turning it up so you can still hear it from the kitchen as you're like running back. Yep. Yeah. So, anyways, anyways, back to this episode. Mm-hmm. A blush and a bundle. We are getting mm-hmm. somewhere, people. The ship is being <laughs> built. Because I think this is the first time she's acknowledged that yeah. her heart's beat faster mm-hmm. when Rusaki's done something, and I think yes. it's because. Not necessarily that she's let him into her heart, like mm-hmm. he says, I think, in a later episode. Yeah. Um, but because she's able to, like, she's acknowledging that he is attractive. Yeah. He has made her feel some type of way. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that he's being truly genuine with her, and mm-hmm. she's not getting that with anybody else in the palace and i'm sure that has to be confusing for her too because she knows that she's supposed to be like fake engaged to katsu so and he's it's like the decoy and she also feels like she kind of has feelings for katsu and how much of that is forced and situational versus how much is real feelings and then you have this person like right there who's making her feel real feelings but then it's confusing with what she's supposed to be feeling because he drives her crazy half the time uh, yeah which is also just means that you genuinely care about him uh-huh. i don't know i can see how that would be like a really confusing <laughs> situation in also so her whole comment of bathing with a different type of soap, I was like, oh, you sniffing him. Yeah. <laughs> you smell good, boy. <laughs> was it Midnight Poppy Land where she uses Taurus soap? And, and he's, he's like, like a Bobby scented. Affected. <laughs> a Taurus scented Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> like, hmm. 
Oh, that was cute. Makes me wonder what the soap was that she's like, okay, so is it a different soap? Like, did she mm-hmm. actually distinguish a different smell? Or is she just trying to come up with an excuse? Because I also have the fact that, like, totally when you notice how someone smells, you have to be pretty close to them to mm-hmm. be like, I know what you normally smell like. He this is, is not what quite close to her like. on a regular basis, especially with their training. <laughs> yeah. She would know how he smells clean and then how he smells sweaty after but they've been, like, fighting. But she would never notice or care enough to say something about that to, like, the general. <laughs> No. She'd be like, man, he stank today. Uh, this is <laughs> but, I mean, sweat smells good. To be real, Shibisaki stinks anyways. Uh, yes. Personality <laughs> and probably soap-wise. Everything. I bet you he used Irish Spring. <laughs> the stuff that kills bugs. <laughs> anyways, um, the uh, ambassador is back. I love the ambassador. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was dying at this part, and she's just like, Almost not even doing anything, and he's just spinning this own reality of, like, I I cannot be alone with you. She has sent him a totally innocent letter of, Uh hey, hope you're doing good. Do we have a records room? And he interprets this as, I want to have a torrid affair with you in the records room. (laughs) (laughs) He interprets it as, my ship has worked and it's sailing. No, sir. It is still in the glass bottle. (laughs) That that is a dog ship. It is in a cabinet. (laughs) It cannot leave the port. <laughs> oh, man, that made me laugh so hard. And then I noticed there were no badumps when Katsu held her chin Ooh. and told her that he was going to have to, like, meet with her later. But when Rue does uh-huh. Oh, that was a good catch. I didn't even notice There that. were no badumps. I was like, <laughs> hilariously, what I got out of that moment was um, it was giving me major flashbacks to Lord of the Rings. <laughs> When the hobbits, like, bow down, and they're, like, lifted up, and Aragorn is like, you bow to no one. <laughs> See, I've not read or watched them. No! We've been over I this before. And I forget every time my this voice This is one of those things so where bad. I've wanted to um, read the books. Yeah. And I just, I really, I have The Hobbit, but I don't have, like, the others. Because I look for most of my yeah, books in thrift yeah. stores or things like that. I think I've told um, you before. I think that the movies are genuinely just as good mm-hmm. as the books in this case. <laughs> I saw so many shade of TikTok of what Aragorn <laughs> looks like in the movies. And they showed, like, yeah. uh, like a short little, like, five-second clip yeah. of him from the movies. And Super then it said hot, yeah. what he looks like in the book. And it's literally just his name typed out. <laughs> <laughs> I was Damn like... Fair. <laughs> There's a lot of like extra stuff. In yeah, it's funny. <laughs> anyway, um, I saw a funny thing that was like, uh, when you're in your teens, you're like Legolas the elf is the hot one, and it's Orlando Bloom, and mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then it's like when you're in your twenties, you're like Aragorn, like hot and protective, and like the quiet <laughs> dark one, and then it's like you hit your thirties, and it's like Sam, and he's like holding up a potato, and he's like, <laughs> I am provider, and you're like, I like potatoes, yes. <laughs> What about Second Breakfast? <laughs> yes, yes. Tea time? Yes. I do know about Second Breakfast, even though I've not watched or read them. I've seen enough pop culture references. <laughs> they have lots of meals. We like hobbits. <laughs> Anyways, yes. We like food. Yeah. Um, I think that was it on these comments, yeah. actually. <laughs> I just registered what you said. <laughs> Galen was telling a story, and I was like, oh, people are dumb. And then it was like a delayed reaction. I hit record because I thought we were ready, and then it was like registered. And then I started uh, snickering. And then I started laughing. Here we are now. Anyways, episode 42. Oh, don't we laugh? Never. (laughs) There's a hinge in the middle of my back. Yeah, my back's going That's not even a hinge. That's just just the door. The door jam. Anyways, yeah. Okay. 42. In a flashback, it's... He did, like, a <laughs> touchdown! <laughs> you don't even watch football! I don't. I'm so ready for football. I'm ready for that weather. Mm. I will take that. We've had, like, three days of 80 degrees, and I'm like, over it! And then today it was in the 40s. Yeah. And my sinuses are like... Welcome to the south. Yeah. Anyways, so this is not episode 42. <clears throat> in a flashback, <laughs> it is evening, <laughs> and Hayashi goes to Katsu's. <laughs> it is evening. <laughs> I know. And here we see an Hayashi in his natural habitat being a complete perv. <laughs> oh, man. I think you need to change this entire summary to be read in that voice and style. <laughs> because of the accuracy of that statement. <clears throat> My non-existent advert. 
we've been making you like work them a lot today with the amount of laughing. <laughs> my my unborn child is like, what earthquake is still happening? He's like, uh, can Aunt Jen go home now because <laughs> this is an uncomfortable environment for me. <laughs> Anyway. Okay, Hayashi has gone to Katsu's rooms and tells the guards that he needs to see him immediately. Mei is dressed up beautifully, standing in the moonlight, and Hayashi doesn't recognize her and is stunned by her beauty. I'm going to point out here, um, when I was writing this summary, I did not realize how much of a flashback it was. Yeah. And so it is written without that knowledge until I like hit a couple points from now and I'm like, Oh crap, but I didn't rewrite the beginning. So yeah. Well, it's one of those things that like, you know, it's a flashback. You're just not how far back. And then like not much later in the episode, it's like, it shows clearly how much er, later, earlier, earlier. Yeah. However. So So. that's why I was like, he doesn't recognize her, but of course he wouldn't recognize her because he doesn't know who she is yet, but he's stunned by her beauty. And we find out that it's the night May was named Katsu's bride and Hayashi is surprised that May is a peasant. Before <laughs> I realized how far back this was, I thought it was just, she was just dressed up so bougie and so cute. And he See, was like, yeah. who is she? That's what I thought too. I was it's like, like she's more beautiful is than that normal. Peasant? <laughs> Man, she cleans up nice. <laughs> no sense of dirt here. <laughs> oh, golly. Okay. So it's the night that May was named Katsu's bride. Hayashi is surprised because peasant. The next morning, okay, so I couldn't figure out if it was the next morning or in present time at this point. Mm -hmm. So, unknown time period forward in the morning. But we now know it's present time. Okay. I still didn't know. So, Uh, yeah, it's because that's, like, the pictures and the paintings and stuff, and that's all. But I guess I didn't know how far back he, like, Um, painted that. At some point in a morning. (laughs) More recently. (laughs) More recently than the surprisal of peasant beauty. Hey, (laughs) Kayla, fast forward I'm about to spit my tea. <laughs> <coughs> Hayashi is in his room painting when his sister Kane stops by to tell him that she doesn't feel comfortable asking May to a meal and talking about how much she loves Katsu to make May uncomfortable. We see how classist Hayashi is, and then he just dismisses his sister. Um, when she leaves, we see that Hayashi has been painting explicit pictures of May. I didn't realize how explicit the first time through, I will say. This time, I looked closer at the pictures, and I was was like, like, whoa! He's doing a lot of imagining. Uh Uh-huh. Because he was not in that bathhouse when May was. Yeah. (laughs) Thank goodness. (laughs) Um, So, very definitely back in the present time, Mm -hmm. May goes to the records room and finds information about Daisuke. Uh, He was a very heavily decorated officer, but his records end six years earlier and don't even have his death listed. A crumpled piece of paper drops out of the book with the name Yuda on it um, in Daisuke's handwriting. And she thinks it's referring to Katsu and is confused when she hears someone outside and she hides within the room. I had more Mm -hmm. notes on this one than you. I know, this is like a rare occasion. (laughs) So, I was like, this looks like a total model turn in the moonlight, May. Like, she should have had a hair flip. We needed a fan. Her hair was like waving Mm -hmm. in the breeze, though. Yeah. Yeah, or she's just like, and then you hear like the music and it's like one of those scenes in like the rom-coms where there's like the fog and the sparkles and and, like the falling flower petals that are like going across the screen yeah yep that's what it is like and then also him blushing i did not know he had that capability because Uh, he's so disgusting my first comment is oh so you think she's pretty even though she's a peasant do you barf partly because i feel like blushing in this instant is when some not instance, but mm-hmm. at least a lot in the My Dear Cold Blooded King universe. Yeah. Blushing happens when someone is like, Ba-dumping. either embarrassed <laughs> or, <ba-dumping. laughs> and they're like, like innocently taken aback by like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe that this type of beauty exists or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Like, I, which I think it starts out as for him until he realizes she's a peasant. And then I think uh-huh, the blush but disappears quickly. Just the idea that he could have innocent thoughts about anyone. Well, obviously, they're not so innocent, as we well, see a few frames not later. not later, no. Mm, yeah, he said, how much can I imagine about what was concealed mm. by her clothing? <clears throat> he was, uh, especially with how many layers she was wearing, but he was imagining right? quite a bit. It just shows it doesn't matter what you wear. A pervy guy is still going to be a pervy guy. You know, that's a really great point to that. That's so true. I think a lot of people don't understand that, if, mm-hmm. but, yeah. I guess I'll just You can, like, wear the thickest clothing you can and be the baggiest. Yeah. Yeah, you could be a nun and not even have your hair visible. Yeah. 
And people are still going to think whatever they want to. Because you can't control what's going on in someone else's brain. Nope. And there's some real messed up people out there. Yep. Anyway. Anyways. Hayashi's one of those. Yes. Continuing. I love a cane. (laughs) Um, It... I'm so glad that later on in the story she gets stronger willed and she does mm-hmm. more stuff for herself and she becomes like this amazing character. And so that's cool to see that growth and development. Mm-hmm. But even now you get to see hints of that and the fact that she does have a moral compass as compared yeah. to her brother. <clears throat> and she's kind of so just good. doing as she's been told because of things that we don't know about now but we find yeah. out later. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was interesting that he clearly thought May was a noble until mm-hmm. he was told otherwise. So he's definitely judging by looks that someone that pretty cannot Very be a peasant. Classist, yeah. Um, and then <laughs> I forgot about this before we totally move on, which I guess we'll get back to the painting. I feel like of the painting artist stereotypes, there's mm-hmm. two, which I specified painting. Okay. Because if like obviously Lifelight's an artist, and yeah. Any webtoon creator is an artist yeah. doing this. So specifically, like. Then when you think of, like, the stereotypes that people put to painters, mm-hmm. they're either the people that are, like, so absorbed into their art and, like, yeah. just really, they get super focused on it, they're mm-hmm. really good, whatever, stuff like that, like, or you've got the pervy one. Yeah. Like, the stereotype of, like, that preys on women and type mm-hmm. of things like that. Mm-hmm. And we know which one Hayashi is. <laughs> yes, we do. If so, you don't, you should uh, rewind about 10 seconds and you will know. <laughs> or just to the beginning of this segment. Also that. <laughs> this whole thing has just been a dump on Hayashi. Yes. Um, and then it makes me wonder what Hayashi's true feelings are about Rusaki. Because he clearly considers May a good match for him, but he doesn't talk down to Ru like Ru is a peasant. Because he's very clear that May should be with her own kind. But I think so he, he does Rusaki? look down on because um, he's trying to put him in bad situations. He doesn't consider him... But he's also trying to convince him to come to his side. Yes, but then he's not um, the king in this country. Mm -hmm. He wants to bring him over to his country to do some other sort of work for him. Mm -hmm. He doesn't consider him, like, king material. Like, he'll never truly be Mm -hmm. a king. Um, and I think mm-hmm. he looks down on him in the way that he wants to manipulate him constantly. I guess just in the conversation that we've seen him have with Rusaki so mm-hmm. far, he's not been outwardly condescending. Yeah. He's not shown it the way he has with May. And I don't know if that's because yeah. May's a woman. And May is truly a peasant, whereas Rusaki has lived in the palace for so long. And also long. has royal blood, yeah. even if Hayashi may not totally realize it. Yeah, he knows that he's not a true peasant. Um, so I thought that was interesting, mm-hmm. but I said he's going to encourage her to stick to her own kind, but then he's going to paint pervy imaginative pictures of her. I think this actually brings up a good point though, of how, uh, degrading that is and mm. how much he looks down on her that he's like, I can see you whatever way I want to, because mm. you're less than dirt. And so True. I can do whatever I want with you because I'm better than you. Hmm. Because if you think about, like... He does have that attitude towards her in general. Yeah. Especially in later episodes. all the, like, creepos or, like, serial killers who, like, degrade women or just, like, people of a certain type in general. But I think it's easier to just, like, say women in this case because they have some sort of issue against women Mm -hmm. and they hate them. And so then they feel like they can do these terrible and degrading things to them and kill them Mm -hmm. because of that mindset. So I feel like it's... I feel like Hayashi's, like... Uh, on the creepy serial killer route, but, you know, maybe that's just me. <laughs> so then, I said he's totally the one supplying Kozuke, Kozuke. I didn't with the realize paintings. that until we got to the scene with Kozuke. And then we got to the next one, I was like, I was right. You were, I 100% but I totally, forgot about that. I don't remember catching that the first time through. Yeah, I, don't I, don't, I, I just remember thinking, well, he's a creepo. Does he yeah. have, like, a locker full of pictures that he's painted about Yeah, because he had that one forever ago, too, and I was like, oh, it's just, like, the same thing. And then my last um, comment on at least Hayashi was, he's gross. Yes. Which just kind of sums him up. <laughs> I don't remember who read that. I kind of honestly like you just starting it in just the middle conversation. What happens, because yeah. it's just... It's an authentic look. <laughs> honestly, what happens is, like, I'm hunched over the phone and I... Um, I just want to lean back, so mm-hmm. I just hit the button because I'm like, and we're done with this. I'm yep. leaning back now. 
Hi. How's your tummy doing? Like sitting on the floor? No, it's fine. I just like have to sit cross-legged most of the time because if I sit with my legs straight out, I can't bend forward at all because my stomach's (laughs) in the way. (laughs) So I just sit cross-legged and lean forward because then my back ends up hurting if I'm sitting straight up. Oh, does that make your back feel a little better to lean forward like that? Yeah. I guess your tummy is like being supported by your legs. I can keep it kind of straight and and then like just with where it's at on the yeah, you actually have hinges on your hinges side. Hinges on door jam. Yeah. I think it would feel Ow. weird if we switch sides at this point, though. <laughs> yeah, it would be like, you know, when you go somewhere, like when my husband and I go somewhere, uh-huh. and, you and it's like, we have to sleep on the same <laughs> side of the bed. Especially with my body pillow. I comment, I was like, it'd be like switching what side of the bed you sleep on. <laughs> we had to have that discussion for when we move. I was like, okay. We have to decide now. We did the same thing. side of the bed. We stood there at the end of the bed and looked at it and said, all right. Which Who's side are you on? I know. And my husband was like, okay, the vent is over here. The fan's going to be over here. The door is here. I was like, he's like, I'll, I'll be by the vent. And I was like, okay, good. We just were like, okay, this is where it is currently now. Mm-hmm. Let's move the vent. Okay. So I will be on this side and you will be that side. Yep. Plus, because I sleep on, if you're facing at the end of the mm-hmm. bed, I'm on the right side. And plus, because, like, I normally sleep on my left side in general, Mm -hmm. but when you're pregnant, it's the better side to sleep on, because it's like there's Mm -hmm. some vein or something. My husband's going to be so annoyed, So I will be, I always sleep on the left side of the bed, and I will be in the new home, too, Mm. and he gets annoyed sometimes when I roll over, because he's like, your knees are in the middle of my back. Even though we have a king-size bed, he just sleeps (laughs) in the middle of the bed, so he's like, your knees are in my back, and so I guess- Get on your side! For nine months, I'm going to be like, you just have to get over it. Sorry. Because it's after, like- like once you start getting bigger and like that, yeah. your womb can put pressure tell on him it. The size part. <laughs> but like my body pillow. So if I slept on the left side of the bed, yeah. I'd be further scooted towards the middle. Yeah. And I sleep like curled up a I lot too, of time, yeah. like the fetal yeah. position. That's why he practically about my knees being in his back because so, I curl up in a ball. Which. He's been, like, sticking his feet over by me lately, and I've been, like, kicking his feet back, like, get your little feet away from my pillow and my comfy. You ain't never used to do this. He's like, you just want to snuggle. Anyways, it's three minutes. You oh, want to read yeah. the summary now? Oh, wait, I thought you were reading the summary. <laughs> oh, yeah, you, like, in the general sense of oh, you. Oh, yeah, okay. But it's my turn to read, yeah, it so. Is. Okay. <laughs> Carry on, episode 43. Hmm. Summary. Man, my non-existent abs are going to be sore. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> we are at the Big Bad location, Kozuke, Kosuke, however we say it, Yeah. where a soldier shows up and the Big Bad slash Yuta slash Kosuke says that the soldier is with him, which I slightly recognized him. You do? I don't. Slight, slightly. Yeah. I feel like he's been like a background character at some he, point. He probably has. That would be a really great way to like carry that plot line mm. through if like she's put him in the background and stuff and it's like this is the one <laughs> anyways Yuta unrolls a painting of Mei that we had previously seen Hayashi painting and he says that Hayashi is a skilled painter gross Ugh. the soldier offers to bring Mei to him but Yuta tells him no they don't want to cause a panic yet but lure her into town so he can see her and tell Hayashi thank you for the painting and he's interested in his offer Back in the records room, May sees the general in the records room. <laughs> Repetitive. The general notices that Daisuke's records are out of place, and he takes them with him like the tool he is. I added that. <laughs> yes. May then leaves after the general is gone. Ryu and Katsu are together outside. Ryu tries to, sincerely and seriously, offer Katsu support, and Katsu bristles from pride. Don't twisty. Katsu asks how Rue was trying to help him when he announced Mei to the world, and Rue tells him that, like with Daisuke, it's safer for her to be in the light than hidden away. Katsu comments that Rue still provokes him about it, though, and Rue tells him that lately he's realized that it's not worth trying to change Katsu's mind. Katsu shrugs Rue off and tells him that he's not going to change his mind and that Rue should accept it, but Rue says it's a lot to give up. Katsu asks him that if their roles were reversed, wouldn't he have chosen the same thing? And Ryu tells him that he would have chosen differently, and maybe he is more similar to another person than Katsu would like to believe. Katsu remembers back to the cruel things his father told him, making him feel isolated, and tells Ryu that the Blood King's legacy will die with him. Uh, there were some, like, references to things and people in that conversation. I think it was intended to be confusing. It was intended to be vague. Yeah, and so I had a hard time summary summarizing that so 
I think it was intended to be vague. Yeah. But it's also like because we've read it before, it's like, like we're able to know, know what yeah. they're talking about. Yeah. But also at the same time, I had totally forgotten that they give glimpse of what the Blood King looked like, and I'm mm-hmm. like, "There's the gold eyes," because mm-hmm. I had made a note. I didn't even notice that. I'm glad you did. Um, because it's he had like a full black beard. Yeah. The gold eyes, like you could tell, Rue Rue is his like blood Rue with son. The beard would be like real nice. I don't know. I kind of like him clean shaven. Really? I feel like mm-hmm. if he cut his hair and had a beard, but maybe that's just because that's our type. <laughs> that would be like. But also <laughs> like. Just a five o'clock shadow. Oh, yeah. Mm. That'd be nice. Nice little rough stubble. Uh-huh. <laughs> As I sit here and rub my own yeah. smooth <laughs> cheek. <laughs> but anyways, I um, I made a note. Where is it? We both have the same said, first line. He looks mean, the too. The gold eyes don't do anything on his face. Because, mm-hmm. like, Tora, yeah. Rusaki were like, oh, oh gold eyes. Gold, shimmering yeah. orbs. Oh, no. <laughs> no. The orbs. I hate when, like. Yeah. I, I, mean, I think we we'll talked about it. Yes, we probably, yeah. probably we because hate eyes, when people pull out a thesaurus. <laughs> eyes come out, come up a lot in our these MDCBK episodes yeah. and also MPL episodes. Yeah, just because it's the two with the guys with gold eyes. Yeah, <laughs> and we like them. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, huh? Colored contacts. <laughs> but also. I love my husband's eyes. I know. I feel awesome and I, because he's like almost a ginger. It would look a little weird on him too. Yeah. He, and and like also, too much of the color palette. I don't think, I don't, like you've seen people that get those like, like the colored contacts that like are freaky colors. Mm, I feel mm, like you couldn't yeah. do gold without it looking snake-like. That's true. Yeah. Because like white ones and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. But I also know. just like my husband's eyes in yeah. general because I've always had a thing for blue eyes and his say, are a very pretty blue. They're blue and I say they have sunshines because yeah. the center has like so a yellowish green that like oh yeah her bright blue eyes are straight from her father. I'm like, so excited to see what she looks like when she like grows up. She's going to be a knockout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways. I'm also curious <clears throat> to see what color this next baby's eyes will be Yeah, because both me and my brother have, like, dark brown eyes, mm-hmm. and my dad has dark brown eyes, and yeah. my mom has blue. Mm-hmm. And, like, blue's the recessive trait. And so I'm really... Because both me and my brother had brown, yeah. and so I was just assuming that our child would have brown, and she does not. She, she has, has had curls and his blue bright, eyes. vivid blue I eyes I kind of want this one born. to have brown eyes and your curly hair, too, and that's just going to be, like, that's the most like adorable. That's a duplication of my brother. <laughs> Oh, okay, now it's weird for me to say that would be, like, so adorable, and it'd be My so brother cute. was an adorable kid. I feel weird, like, agreeing Like, when you talk thing. about yeah, kids being true. adorable. Yeah. yeah, that's true. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's not I'm creepy also just, when you're like, talking about stuff being adorable. At all, yeah. So it's kind of, it's weird I think you've only me. met him a handful of times. I, I mean, like, I used to stay with you when we were in college. So I oh, yeah, I forget. <laughs> I forget with school. But, but I, I never he, had brothers, too, and mm. so I get a little weird around brothers because I didn't grow up with, oh. like, men. <laughs> See, that's all I had. I know, yeah. I anyways, have, anyway, yeah, okay. <laughs> we're getting way off track. Way off topic, yeah, anyways. Um, um, our first comments were both the same, that, like, all these boys are so gross. <laughs> yeah, but so, all the men are gross, and I'm slightly satisfied that I remember that correctly that Hayashi sends these to Kosuke. Yeah, I'm glad that you remembered that, too. Because the like, first time around, I did not remember Because that. I remembered in a previous episode, we had seen one of the paintings, and yeah. it looked like one of the paintings that Hayashi had on, mm-hmm. like, his little painting desk yeah. when, it sh- when it showed, like, the collection that he had. Yeah. Um. So it's almost like, does he duplicate them to keep them, too? Like, You know, grossly, I could see him doing that. Keep a copy for him. Anyways, and then how is she making Kosuke an offer? He must really want May out of the palace. I feel like, isn't his offer that he can have May? Isn't that part of it? No, how is she remembering? Because Kosuke wanted May. Yeah. Because he was her, like, first love from when they were, like, really young. Kosuke was? Yeah. What? How do I not remember all of these? Obviously, I'm I am so driven by like, like a... Rue and May. We don't care about anyone. Because I forgot by the about point Shiori, that she's too. with Rue, um, when it gets to that point, mm-hmm. and it's like a triangle, but not a triangle, because she's not drawn to any of them anymore when it gets to the end, except for Rue. Yeah. And I just forgot so, about this whole Kosuke thing. Also, Shibisaki 
when he's in the records room, looks like an early thousands middle school boy that would cover himself with axe spray after gym. That haircut. With, like, the longer pieces in the front. I'm yeah. totally sure he did that himself and did not go to someone that can make it look nice. He just oh, sat yeah. there and chopped his braid and was like, must not look like Rue. I don't want to look like Rue. I don't want this woman to think anything about me. I'm going to cut my hair. <laughs> If we ever got confident enough to like record these, that would be hilarious. (laughs) Also, we would be so self-conscious, and all of a sudden we would look so boring. I know (laughs) we'd have to like we're pretty expressive backdrop, but I feel like we hide a lot of what we do. Oh yeah, I would like if we recorded it. I would look at my, like, I'd be like, we can't ever post this. I don't ever want to make that face again. Oh, I know. And, like, <laughs> I don't care when I go to your house because it's just you, so I look like a hobo. Yeah, we, and, I mean, um, I'm in, like, 10-year-old Sophie shorts and a oversized long sleeve shirt, so when I stand up, it looks like I have no pants on. <laughs> also, with the way you're sitting, it would look like that. comfy chairs or something. That would also be hilarious, having all that jam-packed in your closet. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. anyways. We said we were doing so good. I know, and we said we were going to make these quick so I could go make dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, anyways. Yes. Um, The lighting through the crack in the screen is so good because, like, you can see the shadows of stuff passing, and I'm like... so good with all that. Lighting in general. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I take screenshots of, like, all the transition panels all the time. Yes. I'm like, how can I work these into our edits? Oh, I love that. <laughs> I feel like those have gotten so good lately, too. You're doing such a good job with I all think. the reels. I've had... You can't tell on Instagram because it's like nobody sees them now, but well, for some I reason on TikTok. repeatedly, so I will just be all of our views. But somehow what's crazy is on TikTok, they've been getting a lot more views. That's so and disappointing to me because it's like, you work so hard on them that I want people to see them. And I'm it's like, also so just good. kind of fun for me. So <laughs> I'm glad you enjoy it because I was like, man, if she because I sit there and jam out this. to the song while I'm like fixing the oh, length God. of yeah, the clips, picking like some killer songs. It's the the listeners are just getting our pop punk playlist. I know. I've started ever since we <laughs> it's talked really not about pop that. punk. It's just punk. Yeah, it's kind of just punk. I've been listening to it on repeat ever since we had that I've, conversation. I've been in the like yeah. after I got off my like Hamilton like binge for a while I went back to the pop punk and it's just been and I pull up at work and my volume's at like 48 and I'm like oh people can see me that I work with watching the very pregnant roll the windows up because then one of our co-workers when he's out on his smoke break I'm like I really don't want to hear comments about this let me just roll my windows up oh he totally would which I mean he's fine he's nice about all of it and he would just joke about it but anyways anyways um I think (laughs) seeing Rue and Katsu together. That's such a good moment of like genuine mm-hmm. care between two people who have known each other for so long. I had a similar comment that despite their conflict over May, they have a pretty solid brotherhood. It kind of goes back to what they were like before May showed up. You get a glimpse mm-hmm. of what that relationship was like mm-hmm. before this love interest conflict and happened. And it's funny to see him be like, I am being serious. You're just not mm-hmm. used to it, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that, that darn pride just really getting in the way. Mm-hmm. And I kind of said this before, and this is where I actually have it written down, that I think these episodes are where, as viewers, we really start to fall for Rue, and we see that foundation really being laid in these episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it, especially in the next two Mm-hmm. Because we see how he teases her, but then his respect for her at the same time. And we get a better glimpse of what his true feelings mm-hmm. are as well and some of his backstory. And it's nice to see that coming so out good. at this point because yeah. I feel like it's coming out at just the right time for mm-hmm. the story. Yeah. That you're like, especially the first time you read it, you're always slightly annoyed at him, but oh, also yeah. kind of like torn because you're like, but, he's but kind I kind of like, like him. Yeah. <laughs> And this time we're just like rue all the way. And then poor Katsu, it's just cruel that a parent would be like that to their child. Oh, I know. Like, and I know there's people out there that are real that are like that, and it's just yeah. I've never been able to imagine it. Mm-hmm. Well, and especially I don't, as your parent. Now. Yeah, and I don't. We had I'd taken some pictures of her the other weekend because um, I'd done her hair in a little French oh, braid because yeah. her hair's getting long enough to do that, and it, <laughs> and so I took a couple of pictures of her, and then like. That next week at work, I was sitting there and, like, going through, and I was like, yeah. 
I just love her. And I'm like, the third trimester pregnancy hormones are hitting. I'm tired all the time and I'm crying. Like, we watched the beginning of Wakanda Forever last night and they did the tribute to Chadwick Boseman with the intro. And I was singing around. And we didn't even finish the movie because I've heard so many debates about, like, people frustrated with the way they did the movie with what Wakanda meant to so many people. Oh, okay. And I haven't seen any of the... Yeah, and it's... Those. Marvel, I feel like, after the two-parter yeah. um, of, like, Endgame and all of that... Okay. Or whatever. I can't even remember. I haven't watched, like, It's the last two, like, the final two of, like, the first... Like, the... I think it was the first two arcs, but it's okay. really like the original Avengers, like yeah. once their arc was kind of done. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I feel like they're just pumping them out so fast now. Yeah. They don't have the same type of feel or quality to the storytelling that they did at the beginning. Especially um, with something that's really heavily based in comics. I feel mm-hmm. like you really start to lose an audience when you don't stick with the what like the true intent they of the stuck with wise. it at the beginning but also not totally with it from what i've seen i yeah. never read the comics so my only experience yeah. is with the movies mm-hmm. but because they're cranking out so much content it yeah. really doesn't so you're sacrificing somewhere if you're doing and that. my husband said one of the best parts of the movie is the way they deal with the loss of chadwick boseman and his oh, character cool. as yeah t'challa mm-hmm. and the way they dealt with it and the grief just at the beginning that the Aww. sister experiences. Yeah. And I'm like, this is not okay. <laughs> and like, normally the opening scene when you see Marvel Studios mm-hmm. is like all of the, it's clips through the letters of okay. all of the characters of from the movies throughout time. Cool. This was Aww. all just clips from Black Panther with T'Challa and Chadwick Aww. Boseman. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, he's from... Right, like, not yeah. too far from us. I remember hearing about so, that, yeah. it's it's one of those things that's, like, someone proximity-wise, mm-hmm. physically, to yeah. where we are, made it so big and had such a large impact on yeah. the world. Which is really cool. And then knowing how much he suffered in silence, because they brought it into the movie. Because he didn't tell, nobody knew. People yeah. that he was working with on movies didn't know. That's so crazy. And it's... Totally mm. off track. We yeah, again, like yeah, again. I know. We like because that's how we go. Like intended to spend on this. Yes, one. but it's like it's. Yeah. It's one of the, I don't know. So, anyways, <laughs> emotions will probably get me as we're reading through yeah. some of this in the third trimester. Like, it's like he just loves her so much, and he just wants to be with her. <laughs> That'd be so much fun to go back and listen to that after you have your baby. <laughs> be like, oh. man, I care about nothing now except sleep. Real. And the baby, you know. Yeah, yeah obviously. No. Obviously, that was <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, my last point was, you know, I don't remember, like, how exactly was Katsu intending for the Blood King's legacy to die with him? I was don't it, remember like, quite with lack it? of children? Was I it destroying or changing the reputation? Him wanting the to be the to last else? of the trained by the Blood King bloodline type yeah. of thing. Because he wasn't the Blood King's true, like, blood child. Mm-hmm. Um... So I almost I think that's part of his agreement and why Ruiz talked yeah. about May is actually his wife. If mm-hmm. I'm remembering right, I could be remembering wrong, and we'll see when we get I just back don't to even it. Remember, yeah. But I think that's part of it is eventually Rue's going to be the real one and not the decoy anymore. Yeah. I just I thought this was a really great kind of cliffhanger with that mm-hmm. on like how will mm-hmm. the legacy die? How is that yeah. going to be handled? Especially if it's your first time reading through. Yeah, it's absolutely. Like a, I'm like, cu- like oh, gasp. Yeah, there's, it's like, what happens now? Episode 44. Caitlin also wrote this summary. I'm going to put that out I there I wrote now. the next two, so there's a difference in tone. Yep. <laughs> I'll let you shout where it's all caps if you choose to. I only did that once. I did it multiple times in my notes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so May is in her room thinking about how terrified she was in the records room. May thinks about learning Daisuke's room number was 304 and finds out that she's been next to it this whole time, and that is now Rue's room. That's a really hard to say back-to-back. Yeah. Um, Two R's. I know, it's about to do the same thing again. May goes into Rue's room after <laughs> knocking and receives no response. She searches the room and then lays on the bed <laughs> when she couldn't find anything. <laughs> the 
Then she looks under the bed and immediately finds a piece of paper, questioning why Rue wouldn't have found that yet. Um, I wonder. I wonder. <laughs> May reads the letter she found under the bed and sees that it's written to Rue from someone named Shiori, and she speculates it to be a previous lover. Uh, May feels bad for reading something so personal. Uh huh. <laughs> I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> and decides to leave before Ryusaki comes back. Then we see his shadow outside his room as May panics about being snuck up on twice. I about read that as stuck up. And I, was I like, did too. I, I was like, what was I meaning there? <laughs> she was snuck up on twice. In her rush to leave the room, May trips on the sheets of Rue's bed and falls flat on her face as he opens the door. Rue asks May what she's doing in his room, and she tells him that she's testing whose bed is softer. Nah. Rue calls her out on her lie, and he pulls her down onto the bed with him, asking what she's really doing in his room. Eyebrow wiggle. Mm-hmm. Here comes the spicy. <laughs> Here comes the spicy part of why I we know. chose spicy tea. <laughs> um, so, like, of course, Daisuke's old room is now Rue's room. Like, of course. Naturally. I love But with as close as he and Rue were. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. She just doesn't know why yeah, yet. she just doesn't know it yet. Um, but she's pretty bold going to his room, and he has a knack for showing up oh, when she least expects it. And he's tried to get her into his room multiple times already. Yeah. Also, just the fact that, like, she's searching other people's rooms gives me so much anxiety said, on her This behalf. is why rooms need locks. But really... <laughs> And then she starts laying on his bed. That's our next question. Uh, him laying on the bed. <laughs> that Rue's bed. Such a personal space invasion. But like, here's what I picture. Yeah. If she got there before he got back, him to come down, sit on his bed, and be like, "It smells. Like smells like May. May. <laughs> <laughs> smells like May soap. <laughs> That's too perfect. Um. But then, this is the first mention we have of Shiori by name. Even mm-hmm. though we've seen her already, even though we don't know it, because she yeah. was at um, that, like, bar or whatever that area was when they were was, talking like, about. Yeah, masked yeah. and the the hit or the whatever mm-hmm. with the, the one of the paintings that Hayashi had done yes. of May. So we've seen her and not known it. And we've heard her referenced from Katsu and Rusaki about... Mm-hmm. Um, the girl he loved in his past. That and Hayashi's reference it with Rusaki too. Mm, I don't remember that. Um, he's mentioned it before. I think because he knows what she looks like, and May is similar in appearance, mainly just because they both have dark hair. Yeah, and I think Shiori's true. hair used to be long, even oh, though that it's short now. Sense then, yeah. But that's it's really typical guy. She looks the same. <laughs> oh, they have the same hair color. That's it. Accurate. <laughs> um, the fact that May read a letter that was underneath someone else's mm-hmm. bed. Huge invasion of personal <laughs> privacy. Good thing Rue likes her nosy because she is being nosy. <laughs> Emphasis on the no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put N-O in all caps with the little tilde, uh-huh. the little squiggle, and then S-Y. <laughs> nosy. Accuracy. And then when she, like, finally is about to leave, I'm like, oh, golly, like, yes, the anxiety is going down. Please leave now. But then, of course, of course, he comes back in that exact moment. So you're being snuck up on because you're not paying attention to your surroundings while you snoop. you got to be a better snoop. And not just, like, lay on other people's beds. Right? It cracked me up when he was just like, uh, May? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But it just also is, like, I just... Beds are really like personal. It is things. very personal, yeah. Like anytime we went to somebody else's house, like unless mm-hmm. it's a close friend, yeah. Like or even if you're at your close friend's house and mm-hmm. like you have to like go by and like they have a brother or a sister or something, yeah. and you have to pop your head in and be like, "Hey, mm-hmm. your mom sent me over here, blah blah blah." While yeah. your sister's blah blah, like it's still like a weird thing to even like yeah. look in their room. Oh yeah. I wonder if that's a cultural thing, though, honestly. Uh, it might it's be. It's like the more we were talking about it, the more I was like, I wonder if that's It a... could be, but also I feel like it's like a thing that if you lay down in anybody's bed but your oh, own, yeah, that, that sends yeah. a signal. Especially to someone who already wants you there. And she's been ba-dumping. <laughs> No more heart pounding. It's just (laughs) ba-dumping. May is such a bad liar. It's 
pretty hilarious. I mean, I can't mm-hmm. say much because I am also a very bad liar. Same Z, but it's really <laughs> funny to just watch her stumble over all of it. Whose bed is softer? Maybe she, you shouldn't have been sitting on his bed. Is it like mm-hmm. a subconscious thing of hers that she wants <laughs> to be on his bed? I like it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then I just said, no, it's a it's a really bad cover up. And then I was yeah. like, ooh, oh, they're spooning. Which, like, to be fair, that's my favorite like snuggle position oh, yeah. because it's just so cozy. It is. It's so cozy. at the end of my yep (laughs) anyways episode 45 Rue questions May while laying on his bed and she oh I forgot I wrote this one too (laughs) and she tries to figure out how to answer him without revealing her plans to search his room later why would you keep going back to search the room which you shouldn't my eyes twitching thinking anyways I mean he's obviously been in this room for a while she's not gonna find anything from Daisuke anyways May tells him the very general truth about what happened in his room, just leaving out the searching part. <laughs> Rue tells her that if this is about Daisuke, huh, he can't tell her anymore because he already told her more than he should. She makes up an excuse that is actually about Rue, that she had questions, and he is surprised. They banter about whether or not she is his wifey, and she is believing him when she is believing him to be the decoy and Katsu the real blood king. So, whichever way it's actually leading mm-hmm. at this point. There we go. She doesn't know anyways. <laughs> um, when May doesn't immediately slug Rue after he brings up the kiss, he questions her about warming up to him mm-hmm. while May's heart bedumps. <laughs> <laughs> Rue lists out punishments he could give her for sneaking into his room after hours and nosing around, ending with a kiss as one of the punishments. May freaks out on him. She tries to get him to let her go, but he traps her under him and tells her that he can see... Where is it? That she's feeling feeling differently towards him lately. Rusaki continues to push her buttons about why she's treating... She is treating him differently and getting closer and closer to her. Ryu flicks her in in the forehead after being a hair's breadth away from kissing her. And May is embarrassed and finally is able to get up and walk away from Ryu. Before she leaves the room, he pulls her back to him and kisses her on the neck from behind. (laughs) She finally punches his face and leaves the room. Rusaki sits down on the bed thinking back to how May was looking at him and proceeds to have a katsu-like fantasy about if she had asked him to kiss her. Katsu-like fantasy. He pulls himself out of his imaginings and tells himself to be more careful or he will end up in the same position he was in before. That was a very good summary. Wow, we both have a lot of comments for this. I didn't realize that. Also, uh, the katsu-like thing, if we don't remember, is addressing how he just had a fantasy about her in the same type of thing in the previous five episodes at some point i actually forgot about that and went back to like when they were just laying in the bed together in his mm. room well it's go. like after she was drunk and he was she was being very oh, yeah, like he was like why can't i have what uh, i want uh, yeah okay and yeah that that part mm-hmm. because i remember reading it being like oh yeah because you thought it, it was like it was not real life desires of mine i was like oh good <laughs> sigh of relief <laughs> like i deflated of like Oh, my indignation. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, at this point, also, just side note for Mm -hmm. our listeners, we were taking notes on this at the same time, so I can see Jen typing in the Google Doc as I'm typing things in. And we were very consistently reading at the exact same same spot (laughs) and writing the exact same notes, because I was looking at what you were writing while I was writing. I was like, I wonder what she's saying. (laughs) I was like, we have the same opinion. Um, but at this point, let's just be honest, May, about what you're doing. Just, yeah. just be honest. He's going to appreciate that more, and he's also oh, yeah. going to understand. Yeah, because it's Rue. And I mean, the only that. concern I guess she would have is if he's not going to authentically tell her if there was anything in, um, in the room. Yeah. But also, at that point, it's his room. Yeah. And, I mean, this is skipping down a couple points for me, but I'm okay with kind of jumping to that, is mm-hmm. that I don't understand why she can't just admit that she knows this is Daisuke's room, that she had, that she saw his records, because she had permission to be in the records room. She has a key. Like, but I don't understand what's permission wrong about that. Because the ambassador saw it as a secret tryst and gave her a key. But then she specifically asked, is it okay for me to be in there? He's like, oh yeah, that's fine. You're the key. I don't know. Maybe she's just staying hidden because she doesn't trust a lot of other people in the palace. 
I mean, maybe, but I feel like she could tell Rue, and it would, I don't know. I just didn't uh, understand why that got to be so secretive about it. That's not, that was something that I saw you, because she's on the court, so yeah. she's in military, so she's why can't at, she like, have access to the military the highest, records? One of the highest positions in the palace right now. Yeah. I I just didn't quite understand that. Unless it's I mean, just I because get, she's the queen, conflict, and but. it's more of a... Uh, like name role and not really like a yeah. power role, if that makes sense. I just feel like this could have been solved with communications, and then I was like, "Why are you not communicating?" Yeah, yeah. But that's also me. I know <laughs> she's got some growing to do, yeah. which she does by the end of the series. Um, um, I loved when Rue was talking about pet names, and her pet name for him is idiot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And then also, I went, my question was, how is she forming coherent sentences right in his face? Mm. Because mm-hmm. even if I had no feelings for the man that I'm in the same room with, if I, I pulled down onto a bed. Panicking. In spooning method. Yeah. Whatever. I would be thinking about like, okay, where My heart hands? would be where's, racing where's, at the same everything? time, but yeah. not because I'm attracted, because I'm terrified. Yeah. So at this point for me, it is attraction. Yeah. So, and I mean, if Even she if didn't want to... it was like a platonic yeah. friendship with a guy, if, if you're in a relationship supposedly with someone else, I would still be panicking. Completely uncomfortable. On like, what if someone walks in? Where are hands right now? Like, mm-hmm. what is going on? How am I supposed to talk in this situation? When is it too early for me to leave? Can I yeah. just leave now? But also, I mean, Risaki does address multiple times. Yeah. If she wanted to get up, she, she has the power to get yeah. up. He's trained her to have the power to get out of situations like that. Yeah, he always and gives he her would the not... opportunity to walk away keep her if he could tell she truly didn't want to stay right there yeah i think you have a comment later about um like the consent oh like, yeah even his, even his fantasy he involves had, consent yeah <laughs> but <laughs> um I mean that <laughs> but i was like how is she forming coherent sentences right in his face mm-hmm. i would be tomato red stuttering mess because i'm oh, thinking yeah. about so if i were may in this yeah. situation so at that point she does have feelings for usaki yes. I've, mm, when I first met my husband, I did not form coherent sentences. Um, nope. <laughs> I was like, mm, uh-huh. pretty eyes. You're cute. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, also, when they're at this point, too, I was like, kiss, kiss, fall in love. Because they were so close. And he's trying so hard to get her to kiss him again. And um, she's barely resisting at the thought of it. And I was like, mm-hmm. the ship is being built. High mm-hmm. alert. <laughs> <laughs> and whenever she says lieutenant general, I I really thought that he was just a lieutenant. I thought we had talked about this before. I didn't remember that he was actually lieutenant general, which is a much higher rank. Yeah, he's still not the general, but... But I guess I thought he was just a lieutenant for a long time. Mm. And I was like, man, he is much more All the military general. titles kind of go over my head. Uh, yeah, same. I know general's the top one, and that's about uh, it. Like, where's a colonel? I have no idea. I don't know either. I haven't watched MASH in a while, and that's where most of my <laughs> most of my understanding comes from. <laughs> I have to look this up later. My husband doesn't care for MASH, and it's like, his oh, family loves Andy Griffith. MASH. And they watched Andy Griffith all the time. Yeah. They still watch Andy Griffith all the time, and I'm mm-hmm. like... <laughs> but we watched MASH all the time growing up, and I love MASH. I never my husband doesn't it care for until it. Until I met my husband, and he used to watch it. But it also makes me wonder how much my husband actually paid attention to MASH because his parents didn't like it. So oh, it's just fair. like one of those things. It seems like a things. show that he would like. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. I may try to do that one day. I feel like he would like it if you. Anyways. Also, the tension. Yes. The tension through this whole episode is... So good. Just yeah. kiss. Like, I'm like, ooh. <laughs> I'm really glad that May is finally seeing through Rue's avoidance tactics. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and But then, like, moving on to the next one, the nose boops. Oh, my gosh. What will it cost her, eh? Legal also, eyebrows. the fact that... Um, he's seeing through her feelings so easy. Mm-hmm. It cracks me up because... He sees through her easier now than when they get together. And he second guesses himself all the time Mm -hmm. once he actually has her. I forgot about that. That's interesting. And I think it's I think it's funny because like it's like once he's got her, he's like, But does she really like me? Yeah. It's like you little dodo. Of course she does. (laughs) She chose you. Um, but then also the fact that he he's the one that flicked her in the forehead makes the end of this confrontation even funnier. Yeah. (laughs) And the one that she was like kinda disappointed at the end of that. 
That was a good tension release, though. Mm-hmm. That was nice. But done. then it, like, came right back to it. Oh, yeah, with the hug from behind. Yes. And the, and the a, kiss on the neck. The neck kiss. Oh. Despite it being shiver-inducing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's pretty chaste for Rue. It is. I think he read the situation very mm-hmm. well and knew, like, where to draw the line. And he did really But he also fun. knew how to keep himself in her mind after she oh, left the room. 100%. <laughs> and then the expression on his face when she left though mm-hmm. my little heart broke I was like, mm-hmm. because his heart's broke i know Poor he's man. realizing how much he is really falling for mm-hmm. her and oh. i thought i had a note of this is where we see why he acts the way that he does around may yeah but he's still obviously affected by his previous relationship with had may but i meant sherry yeah, yeah. it it made me like Ryusaki more when I first read through this series. Yeah. Because it's like you can tell a lot of the reason he acts the way he does is because he is normally when you see the whole trope of scared of being hurt again, it's mm-hmm. the woman. Yeah. I like that it's Rue in mm-hmm. this because it just, it gives a whole different dynamic. Yeah. It goes beyond the like funny guy mask mm-hmm. on like why does he act like that? Exactly. We're finally seeing a serious Rue and it it just brings a whole new side to him that we really love. Mm-hmm. But then I said, but whew, fan self, that oh, fantasy. Oh, yeah, that fantasy was, it was a, steamy. It was a steamy little fantasy. I know, I was like, don't mind me, I'm just melting over here. <laughs> but then, at one of the points, like, her top is, like, very low. And it was like, I know. How are they not popping out? <laughs> <laughs> because Webtoon reigns them in. <laughs> I've drank both of my cups really fast. I know. I don't love this one as much. So because it's Mm. spiced apple, all I really taste is like watered down apple and it lost like all of the chai. And I was like, I remember why I have a very full box of this one. That almost seems like it'd be a good one to put in with like coffee to give a schmidgen of like of you the know, chai flavor to, to coffee. Try that sometime because... because my mother in law has done that before where yeah. she's put just a regular bag of chai yeah. in her cup of coffee and it gives that that chai flavor oh, to the coffee. Good. I am gonna be trying that now. I mean I guess Although, you I mean, can do the I same do... thing if you add chai spices to like your coffee grounds, yeah. but I have been pretty much exclusively drinking my cold brew lately. Mm. So I don't know if that would be as good. I don't know. We'll see. Anyways. <laughs> Thank you for listening this week. That was a pretty random and chaotic episode. It was a when bit. is it not? But hey, halfway through, you got all of our, like, spazzy, off-road yeah. conversations. And then we got back on track we did and get... did pretty good the Yeah, because I time. looked at the time and I was like, oh, crap, I have to go cook dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and Whoops. we're just having breakfast tonight, so that won't take long oh, at all. Yeah, that sounds really good, yeah. actually. I saw that you have hash browns in your freezer and house mm-hmm. up the cold. That sounds really delicious. Yes. Yeah, I'm a little jealous. Well, thank you for listening this week to my dear cold-blooded king. We hope that you join us next week for... When Jossie Whistles. Which I have not taken the notes for yet. And I, I am I so excited. Because now I'm we're in so... season two. Okay, so this is the week that the final episode of season two comes out for free Ooh. on Webtoon. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that we've hit the twist because, like, the twist with um, in the first season came, like, two or three episodes before the final episode because there was, like, dealing with it. So I think the twist has happened with this season. I don't think there's going to be a final twisty twist (laughs) Twisty twisty in in the final episode. I think it's just furthering what's going to be solved. But I was so happy with the way the last episode went. Still mad at some characters. And, like, it's going to be a good cliffhanger. Yeah. But I was so happy that I was was concerned it was going to be a bit of a recycle of a storyline. Yeah. And I didn't think the author would do that. Mm -hmm. Because so far, like, the storytelling, I've loved it. So I'm just kind of like, ah. But then it wasn't that. And it's not. And so I'm like, eee. So, so come excited. back and listen to us talk about not that because we are a lot earlier in season because two. Because Jen is not caught up. <laughs> but we're looking forward to getting more through it. And yes. thanks for listening to this one. Bye.